Okay, there we go, everyone. Good morning. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is uh, your opportunity to be as prepared as you can for today's trading opportunities. Now, definitely interesting dynamics in these markets, I think. Um, with uh, what we have behind us is a very, very bullish November. Um, now we're approaching, we had some... Uh, let's say, mixed job numbers last week, and we're going into inflation and uh, central bank rate decisions, and more importantly, um, indications on whether these central banks are actually going to... Well, we know they're pausing, but the next step now is um, is around rate cuts. And uh, the problem with that is the market is kind of front-run, is kind of front-running that particular narrative. So it's... It's really whether these central banks will will meet that expectation or not. So um, so let's get straight into it then. We'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. As always, just be mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets. Now, all, all profitable traders need to consider which markets to trade. Where do we then enter and exit these markets? How do we manage risk? Um, trade management as well is a very, very important. And we, we've got to we'll focus on what's happening in the end because um, there's been an interesting development yet again from the BOJ. They, they've done it a few times now this year. Um, and trade psychology as well. So we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms. And we are strong advocates of being consistent in your approach if you're chopping and changing, sort of how you're engaging with these markets all the time. Very difficult environment for you. Um, we're accurate with the levels we use. Every price that we quote has a level. It's either a technical level for some reason, one reason, for one reason or another. Uh, disciplined with our capital, and of course, being patient is uh, what we're finding is we're needing to be a lot more patient with giving these opportunities a bit of time to unfold. We are in this little sort of lower volatile volatility environment at the minute. So you're needing to give trades that little bit longer uh, to make some progress. Okay, so let's start with a review of potential market moving news. So for this, we'll bring up, of course, Forex Factory. Good morning, everyone. Uh, let's see what, what this week will bring. So it's probably just worth just taking a little step back to, just to see, you know, where we are regarding jobs. Well, if you look at, jolt job opening numbers coming in way below expectation so that was broadly positive for equity markets on the wednesday we had um adp much much lower than expected again that risk on, that risk on trade as a result of that that equity market to the upside um was looking you know a lot more attractive the unemployment claims coming in very much in line with expectations slight uptick on the previous uh, weeks unemployment claims numbers so they're beginning to, to to rise and then we're expecting that that same kind of uh, perhaps lower than expected figure to come in from non-farm payroll and right right on cue it scuppers the whole sort of backdrop to these markets um, and what do we mean if anything we're expecting this this rate to increase from 3.9 maybe squeeze up to four percent um, what we actually saw is the unemployment rate in the US go back down to uh, to very close to the lows at 3.7. So we're reverting back to kind of full employment. 
Um, and that's not an on-farm change number of only just coming in uh, 15,000 jobs above expectation, but a bit of a surprise for the market. And here's another problem for the Fed, um, wages, wage increase. So month on month, they're still rising faster than what was expected and double the previous month. So these two factors are still inherently quite inflationary. And if the Fed want to get their um, interest rate back down to 2%, which is target, um, they need to see this unemployment rate push higher and they need to see people's wages start to contract. Because if they're growing, then it, it really undermines the, the, the Fed position that they can start lowering rates even with full unemployment and, and people's wages growing. So if you've got more money in your bank account, you're more likely to pay these higher prices. It's, it's quite simple and straightforward. So completely scuppered these markets on Friday, this particular news event. And now we're living with the consequences of that particular move. Um, so if we go to today, and I just want to see that uh, CPI number, Chinese CPI, coming in much worse than expected. So there is sort of quite deep deflation. This is now when you're, when you're in a situation where prices are actually lowering. So will the kind of the West kind of follow suit? It's a potential, but we just don't really know. Um, there's still inflationary forces. There's quite significant arguments to support, not just disinflation, but deflation. Um, and it's going to remain to be seen which which is going to lead out. Um, I suppose these central banks are more worried about deflation rather than dis, disinflation. Okay, so what do we have today? Well, we're going to be hearing from the RBA governor. Um, that's later on this evening. If you happen to be joining the Aussie Dollar Jew to speak at the AusPayNet Summit in Sydney. Um, so really, this week now, attention is going to shift to inflation. So we're still looking at pretty decent inflation. We're not making that much progress from previous month inflation figures. Uh, previously, 3.2. We're going to edge lower to 3.1. It's it's coming down, but how long will it take from 3.1 down to 2? Um, it's looking like it could take some some time. And then that's when the unemployment numbers come in. The lowering unemployment, the higher wages, that's all going to impact this, this number, you would assume. Um, and uh, core numbers are still, you know, looking month on month, they're still looking really quite, quite positive. And again, a further problem for the Fed. So at the minute, with these unemployment numbers and the potential for um, uh, inflation to sort of be a little bit on the sticky side, slightly higher in core, um, we'd probably have an expectation for the Fed to still stay higher than longer. Now, the market's completely ignoring the Fed. They're not listening to what the Fed is saying. They are doing their own thing, which is their prerogative. They're putting money where their mouth is, which is which is fair enough. Um so Wednesday, just very briefly, it's about, um, we've got PPI numbers. They're still growing month on month. We're still not seeing that sort of negative growth just yet. 
In fact, they're kind of bouncing back a little bit. Previously, 0%. Now it's 0.2. So there's a, prices are edging a little bit higher in core PPI. And headline PPI, we previously came in minus 0.5. And now we're bouncing. So there seems to be a re-emergence of some kind as far as inflation is concerned in the US. Now, that we would anticipate is probably quite negative for equity markets. Federal funds rate, I don't think there's any question, are very much likely to stay at 5.5%, and that's on Wednesday, Wednesday evening. And really, there's a bit of concern creeping into bond markets as well. There's a little bit of a, a bounce. Um, the lower this number is, and, and if we kept, like we did in the last couple of weeks, kept rolling over to the downside, it's very bullish for equity markets and that risk-on trade. Now it looks like there's a little bit of a, a, a further bounce to the upside. And that has the potential to be um, quite negative for, for a little bounce as well on the 10-year. We're now up at 49 basis point differential uh, between the two-year and the 10-year. So that's beginning to increase. So these risks are never too far away. Um, but really, in addition to what's going on in the US, which is going to be the main sort of economic driver for these markets, we've also got, we'll be hearing from the SMB, Swiss National Bank, we'll be hearing from uh, the BOJ, uh, sorry, the, the Bank of England, should I say. And uh, yeah, we've got the BOJ next week, don't we? So then we've got, Series of services manufacturing numbers as well on Friday. So a really busy week, as you can see, um, really eventful. Now, just regarding the the, the yen, um, I want to show the chart because it's worth it's worth just noting. Um, so this is the euro yen, but it's this similar similar picture. We had a, a very significant drop on um, I think it was Thursday to the downside. And this is this is that that candlestick here. So this market has rolled over from, let's say, one fifty eight fifty down to one fifty three. So let's say that's a five hundred pip. Um, it's a five hundred pip move to the downside. Now it bounced off those lows really quite aggressively, which is quite interesting. And unfortunately, the Fed. Sorry, the Bank of Japan have done it again. A few times this year already, they've suggested, oh, you know, perhaps um, we could, you know, look at the or yield curve control policy and, and the rates are probably too low now. So then you get a market reaction and then the Fed come out with a more, um, let's say, official statement saying, no, no, absolutely, rates are off the table. Um, cutting rates are off the table, we, we need to leave it last minute, we don't see the, the backdrop to, uh, to, start to start increasing rates and widening the yield curve control. So they're constantly playing this, let's feed the market some information and then let's pull back on it completely and it's, it's creating this kind of whipsaw fashion. So Thursday, we were very much expecting um, this market to continue to roll over to the downside below these monthly lows. Um, and what we what we were talking about on Friday and Thursday for that matter um, is some further continuation to the downside. Now, what this signifies just in at this level in here 
is that there's no more sellers at these prices. So that's really quite interesting because then we're now in this little pullback phase. So at what level would we expect this market to pull back into? Well, we're probably in this, we're going to get a little bit of a bounce, I think, between now and the BOJ. And this is the thing. If the BOJ now decide to um, to widen their yield curve control, or if they um, start to make a, an official announcement to start increasing rates currently at minus 0.1, if they start to revert back from that, we probably see that next leg to the downside. But we're, we're looking for this market to pull back into resistance now. So we, we might need to get a couple of trades off in, in a market like this to see if we can get that next leg to the downside. So now we're in this little sort of pullback phase and it's really due to the BOJ just unfortunately just messing everybody around and messing these markets around quite a lot. Um, and they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot a little bit because they're trying to make progress in terms of strengthening the yen. And then when they do this, then the, the yen starts to, to weaken quite considerably and the dollar is the main beneficiary of that. Um, same analysis, obviously, for the for the dollar yen. That was just the euro yen. And just having a look at the pound yen as well, it's worth looking at this really significant pullback. So we're going to be waiting for that next opportunity to start selling these yen pairs. But we do need, I suppose, confirmation from the BOJ that they are looking to do something regarding uh, the yield curve control policy. Okay, so just very quickly, just regarding the indices, um, Friday, we should have had some weakness and we saw some significant strength making new new highs. We're, we're kind of edging higher. Um, we're advocates of, of being in the indice markets. Didn't quite make new highs as far as the, 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 the NASDAQ is concerned. But we are comfortable sitting in these, uh, these trades. And Friday's action was um, we were expecting kind of a risk-off condition to kick in. We've got equity markets beginning to, sorry, um, uh, we've got bond markets beginning to rally again uh, with bond yields pushing higher, uh, price down, uh, yields up. And that is not a great condition really for the equity markets. But there is a belief that, that the, the Fed are going to pivot and we shall find out this week. So... We've got a few things to really focus our attention on. So further upside as well for the DAX. So this is a it's an unbelievable move really from the DAX when you, when you look at the economic situation, not just in Germany, but across the Eurozone. Uh, it's a really, really impressive move. Um, NASDAQ, sorry, um, Nikkei, we kind of rolled over very much in line with that with that yen strength trade and now we're kind of bouncing back very much in line with the yen so and a strong rollover today for reasons um we don't really understand just yet i'm sure we'll find out you know the reason for this um you know really sharp spike from 40 let's say 44,000 down to 39 let's say so 4,000 move in just a few hours overnight so that's I mean, we have had a $2,000 sort of pullback off the low. So, yeah, very, very volatile there. Okay, so um, 
our bias ultimately is still to the upside, but we're currently getting a bit of a pullback. Right, so we did get that, that pullback, we'd imagine up to um, these highs on, uh, on Friday. And again, overnight, we do have this bullish bias in the trade. We, we got just tripped out of it on this little spike to the downside, which is a bit unfortunate. So last week was a was a was a challenging trading week because of the I suppose the mixed pictures that were were being floated across the markets. Um, very kind of nervy backdrop now. There's many wondering whether we will get the continuation that we saw last last month, and that's what we're really we're, we're positioning ourselves for. So gold, we're back down to the 50 period moving average. At least that is very much um, a strong pullback into potential support. We've got a pullback across the yen pairs as well. And just looking at the um, the dollar pairs to finish, the euro dollar, still further momentum to the downside. We haven't really fully bounced off these levels just yet. We're expecting a bounce last week. We didn't get it. They're looking a little bit more negative. There's the pullback in the yen. So once we get that fundamental kind of confirmation, we'll, we'll feel a little bit more comfortable about decision-making regarding the yen. Um, Dollar Swiss, we're still pulling back into the, in, from, from the lows. same situation so look there's there's a distinct kind of lack of any real clarity in these markets so we were comfortable getting out of the uh the the aussie dollar on a, on a break even on friday um just not willing to the fact that those job numbers came in surprising to the upside the way that they did um, I, I don't know why we should be surprised now when, when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, non-farm payroll, but we were a little bit surprised ourselves with, with those numbers. So we're in the process of pulling back. The dollar is beginning to find some mild strength. The indices look indecisive. So really, we've got a very, very much of a mixed mixed bag for the day. We had. Uh, we were positioning ourselves for some further risk on. And actually, we got that risk on trade. If you look at the indice markets, um, without follow through really from the dollar, the dollar was doing its own thing. They kind of went off in different directions. And um, as a result, we are, there's a, there's a lack of clarity. So surprising non-farm payrolls. So really we've got mild um sorry we've got mixed market conditions and that's um that's unfortunately what we're dealing with oops okay so we're going to switch rooms now guys so thanks very much for joining us um we can so on on Friday, we were saying if numbers come in lower than expected, we're likely to see those risk on conditions continue. If higher than expected non-farm payroll numbers, uh, we are likely to see risk off conditions. And that's pretty much where we're at after a bit of a strange market response on Friday. We're kind of in that potential for risk off conditions. So that indices lower, um, 
And probably that should be our, our base case. That should be our summary, really. Um, right, the, the FOMC on Wednesday is likely to be that sort of dividing line. Um, So just as a, a little point of, of concern, um, markets are likely to, uh, what's the word? To price in. Okay, quite a strange or an interesting dynamic for us. So I think our summary is very much based around kind of a mixed market dynamic with the potential for mild risk-off conditions. Um, sorry, can I just have a quick look at gold? Um, just want to have a quick look here. So yeah, that's that's pulling back into that support level and oil is kind of well, we're making progress to the upside, but it's not it's not filled with any yeah, you probably expect a little bit of a pullback into this resistance here. Okay, so let's let's we kind of want to sort of take our time this week, but um We're gonna have a look at that dollar strength.
Okay, so gold is continuing to pull back, so we'll take that off the table. Um, and the yen is currently pulling back as well. You see, we, we kind of did make reference to that um, last week. Is would, would the yen, would the BOJ continue to just, I don't know, try to outfox really the, the markets again? And would they row back on, on their some of the comments that we were hearing from the BOJ last week? And the answer is yes. Unfortunately, they, they, that's exactly what they've done. So look, we've got this mixed potential for um, mild risk risk off market conditions. It's important to note mild risk off market conditions. So there's the potential for the dollar to strengthen, um, potential for the US indice to weaken. Um, it's kind of hard for us to position ourselves in those trades, but that's that 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 looks at the minute where things are likely to go. And actually, if we kind of project forward to the FOMC, markets are likely to still price in higher than expected US um, non-farm payroll job numbers, which uh, as a result, we saw lower unemployment numbers um, than, than what was expected, significantly lower as well. With the FOMC looming, we anticipate likely higher rate for longer narrative. So we've got concerns on, on job numbers, we've got concerns on wages, and that's inflationary. We'd be almost stupid now to actually uh, lower rates um, aggressively or sending the signal to lower rates aggressively. And we've got inflation numbers that could remain really quite sticky over the next couple of days. So actually, this might not be a bad trade plan to sort of focus our attentions on if we, if we take on board the data. Okay, so look, apologies, guys. We've just run on a little bit longer than anticipated. And I've just seen my screen is down. Sorry, guys, I apologize. All right, so so that's our trade plan currently up on screen there. You'll see that there. All right, so I've just posted our trade plan then into the chat box. Um, let's have a look for these trades. Uh, there's a pullback as well in the yen. We, we'll, we'll step back from the yen because we've got the BOJ in uh, another week and a half's time. So we've got a bit of time to let that trade pull back. Um, so, yeah, um, uh, quite an interesting first half to the month of December. Things are unraveling a little bit, it seems, for the Fed. Okay, let's see how we get on. So on that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Let's switch rooms. Um, we're running a little bit later than expected now this morning. But look, um, this was the narrative, the rate Fed narrative. We think there's every potential for the narrative to begin to shift. <laughs> and when we see signs like this, it's quite it's normally quite good for us because we can begin to see something that that perhaps many others will, will just take their time and come into that conclusion. Now, it might be worthwhile just being a little bit patient, but um, if you start seeing rollovers to the downside, technical sort of follow through to the downside for the industry markets or that dollar to continue to strengthen, which it currently is, you know, we might look at just a few opportunities in, in, in that respect. All right, you guys. 
On that note, listen, thanks so much for joining us. Um, any questions, feel free to post them. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next time. If you are interested in learning how to trade the financial markets, um, you can access one of our discounted live trading and uh, education bundles, uh, which you'll find on our website. And they start from just $59 per calendar month. So hopefully you find that on the affordable side. And for more information, just go to thelivetrading.com and feel free to connect with us through the website. Great stuff, guys. On that note, do, do take care. We'll switch rooms now. Uh, we'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.